a timeout. Decide not to use a time. Wait a minute. Put your cup down. Hold up. Wait for the frustrations of Steve Kerr's coaching and the abysmal second unit. What up, Dub Nation, to another episode of the Catching Dubs podcast. We're your host, I'm Ethan, with my splash bro co-host, Zach. I'm just getting irritated by the fact that Steve Kerr refuses to put Steph in early. Like... It's, it's, all, it's all good, though. It's all good, though. Steph got put in 38 seconds early tonight against the Magic. Look what happened. The Warriors came out with a win, and they cost me $10. Um, so, yeah, I'm irritated with Steve's coaching as well. Um, like Andy Liu on War- Warriors Twitter, uh, the host of the Light Years Pod, says, uh, Steve Pelosi, man, he's really hurts the Warriors a lot. And with his minute restrictions for Steph and Draymond and I think Steve needs to read Twitter a lot more because Warriors fans are fed up. And But overall, Warriors won tonight because Steph was put in 38 seconds early in the fourth quarter, and that's some good news, everyone. Yeah, round of applause for Steve Kerr, everyone. <laughs> As always, to our new listeners, we're just two dudes who love the Splash Bros, and we just talk all things Warriors. And to our current listeners, Thank you all for the support. We really appreciate it. And without further ado, let's get started. All right. So we will be recapping uh, two Spurs games and the Orlando game tonight as we're recording on Thursday night. Um, So first we'll start with Monday night against the Spurs. Oh, my. Did that game get away from the Warriors quickly? Uh, I think personally, and just in my opinion, I think the Warriors should have gone 4-0 on this road trip. Like we recapped on Saturday, I think, or I think it was Saturday night when we posted on Super Bowl Sunday, uh, where the Warriors played the Mavs. I think the Warriors could have easily won that game. I think – I don't remember if they had, like, a substantial lead or it was back and forth, but I think they should They're have won that two. game as well. Um, They're up two in the fourth. All right, so they were up two in the fourth, and they blew it, normal Steve Kerr fashion. But they were down ten with eight minutes to go, and they and Steve decides not to put Steph in. All right, so another oh. coaching mistake by Steve Pelosi. Um, so the Warriors took on the Spurs Monday night, first game of the back at back. Uh, one of five to one hundred. Once again, James Wiseman and Kevin Lo- Kevon Looney were not available, so it was just another small ball lineup for the Dubs. Um, Steph had thirty-two. Um, what was something that stood out to me? Obviously, the it was obviously that last yeah. play of the game. Oh, last play of the game. That's right. Um, where Draymond made the uh most smart, dumbest play in his career. Quote in his press conference from my point of view, it was actually the stupidest play I've ever seen, but I understand why he did it. So the Warriors were down three, I believe. And I think JTA or Wiggins were taking it out and they were passing the ball inbound and Steph Draymond was trying to set a screen for Steph. Steph couldn't get open. So Draymond took the ball and he shot it from half court because he thought that the Spurs would foul. Um, he was trying to get a foul so he would get three free throws at the line, which wouldn't have matter because he can't shoot free throws yeah, for some reason free this throws. year. <laughs> um, but I think the problem with that is is that 
Steve Kerr later said in his press conference that the Spurs don't foul on threes. Am I correct with that? Yeah. Yeah, you were right. And uh, Steve Kerr was like, oh, I think it was on me for not informing the team. I'm like, I throw my hands up. I'm like, that just gives me even more of a headache because yeah, of come that. on, Steve. Yeah, so that's how the Warriors cost, lost that game. Um, but they, I think they had like a 12 to 14 point lead in the second quarter. And that just slipped away with how poorly the second unit has been playing. Um, like I said in the last episode, Brad Wanamaker, do not want to see him on the Warriors anymore. Um, I think he impressed Bob Myers in the bubble with how well he played for Boston, but it just seems like he's not a great fit to be a backup point guard who has to play six minutes in the second quarter and run the, run the offense and run the team. He just doesn't seem like that type of player. I think in Boston – he wasn't even the backup point guard. He was probably was like the 13th or 14th like the guy string. in the roster. Um, but it was a game that slipped away from the Warriors, and I think they could have easily had a win if the second unit held on to that lead and if Draymond hadn't done something stupid. But that's just my thoughts on the first one. Okay, the whole Draymond stuff, he missed two free throws prior to his dumb play. I'm thinking to myself, why in the world would he think that drawing a foul would help them help this team in the, this situation? He probably would have missed two. So I'm like, eh, it is what it is. But it may I was really upset, especially with the turnovers. We can't talk about this game without the turnovers. There was 20 turnovers, and it was just too much. It was a lot of carelessness. Um, I guess with the fact of Steph being double teamed, I guess – but he only had one turnover, but I guess just all around really sloppy with the 20 turnovers, which ultimately cost them um, the game, especially with fast break points too. Yeah, right. exactly. I think the turnovers cost the Warriors the game. The second unit's poor play cost the Warriors the game. I don't think if the second unit kept the lead, I don't think the Warriors would ever have been in that position where Draymond would have to chuck a three from half court. Um but they ended up losing, and it's another game that I think the Warriors could have won, and there, I think there's been many games this season where the Warriors, like, games slipped away from them. Um, yeah, I think sure. Mavs, game, game, second, game, Mavs game was an example. The Spurs game was an example. The Indiana um, game. The Indiana game is an example. I think if Draymond was never ejected, the Knicks game could have been an example. I don't think they – who knows if they would have won that game without Draymond, but I think that could be an example as well. Um, but that's just poor officiating from NBA officials um, for that game. Um, so Warriors had a quick rebound Tuesday night, back at it against the Spurs, played a lot better. Um, once again, they had a strong first quarter, which they struggled with during the early parts of the year. They got on – they only had a two-point lead, but they started off strong. Um, and then once again – the second unit has been struggling lately. I think the Spurs came back and took the lead and, and the Warriors in the second half just ran off with it. I think they scored 36 points in the third quarter, 28 points in the fourth, reminding me of the third quarter Warriors back when uh, KD was on the roster. Um, but Steph, another great performance, 32 points. Everyone in the starting lineup was uh, in between plus 14 and plus 19. So that's good to see. Um, yeah, those are my thoughts on it. Um, Eric Pascal was key off the bench, but I think it was a good rebound win for the Warriors 
coming back home from the Texas road trip. Yeah, that was a great bounce back win, but obviously this should have been a sweep, honestly. Like, yeah, it was a great win, but I wasn't really impressed because this is what we should have been seeing the first game around against the Spurs, but it's just, it is what it is. Um, Obviously, everyone played great. Um, Obviously, Wiggins kind of struggled a little bit, but um, he's going to get that consistency going. But overall, just I like the performance out of everyone, Uh, especially Juan Toscano Anderson. Obviously, the box score doesn't show it, but his IQ on the court is like something else, man. Like, Zach, I don't know if you agree with me, but um, JTA is a player. He can play on this team. Yeah, he's a legend. Um, We'll get into into the Orlando game, but I think that's – the game that proved me that he deserves a roster spot on this team. He's key coming off the bench. He's played these good minutes when they've had no bigs on the roster. Um, Just the way he's able to find Steph, because on this team, the only two guys who really provide primary offensive performances are Andrew Wiggins and Steph Curry. And then occasionally you get the Kelly Oubre 40 points, which is all part of the Kelly Oubre experience, but <laughs> it's a blue moon. <laughs> um, the way J- JTA can find Steph on the court is just amazing. I think he's a key reason that Steph gets so many opportunities to shoot as well as Draymond, but sometimes Draymond fits it into areas where the ball is not supposed to be going. He forced any, has a turnover, but I think JTA has proved over these last couple games that he deserves a roster spot. With that put, the Warriors and Bob Myers in a um, difficult situation as if they would need to cut a player as they both have Jordan Poole, Nico Mannion, and Alan Smilagic, who are both, all three of them are in the G League bubble, and I think all of them are under contract. So one of them would have to be cut, or they could cut Marquise Chris, who's currently injured. Hashtag cut smiley geech. Yeah. I want to start that trend. Hashtag cut smiley. Um, I don't think the Warriors will cut Marquise Chris. He's proved proved himself last year and the Warriors are limited on bigs and they're definitely not cutting Clay, Clay Thompson. So I think, probably it's looking like it's going to be smiley or pool. Cause I feel like Nico Mannion, they want to develop into a backup point guard as, Obviously, Brad Wanmaker's not showing he can do it, so. He's just doing cardio on the court. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not even He's not even running, though. He doesn't even seem like he, he's just like, it's a light jog. It's not really cardio. <laughs> it's like if you get on the treadmill for, put it on 2.5 miles per hour, and then you're just jogging on the treadmill, trying to burn calories as slow as possible. Um, <laughs> enough Brad Wanamaker slander. Um, the Warriors now had to play the Orlando Magic, who... I think they, they only had one point guard coming in that was healthy, and that was Frank Mason. He only played four minutes, so and he was out for the rest of the game. So the Warriors are playing a team that four minutes after the first quarter started had no point guards whatsoever. They only had um, forwards and bigs, um, which would match up great against the Warriors, who are playing small ball. Not, but... Uh, the Warriors started off the game well, 29-19, and then ooh, the second quarter, baby. Go. The oh, second yes. unit. Uh, the Orlando Magic outscored the Warriors 36-18, to and it's the second unit again. Poor performance from the second unit. Eric Pascal, 
I feel like Eric Pascal struggled lately because I feel like teams are He's not hundred percent healthy too. Yeah. I don't think or so. teams are actually having scouting reports on the guy and actually he's what's the word like, predictable. He's yeah. Predictable. He's pretty predictable at, as it, I think earlier in the year with how he was putting up consistent numbers, 14, 15, 16 points off the bench, he was playing with teams bigs and he was giving problems to team centers. I feel, feel like teams have figured him out now and he's been struggling lately, but Michael Mulder, big coming off the bench, 11 points. I think he started the second half um, for JTA. JTA. So um, 11 points, Michael Mulder, second best shooter on the roster. So yeah, Eric Pascal's plus minus showed how bad he's been lately. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to mention that. It was bad. Like, I feel like, like, his moveset is kind of too predictable, as I said earlier, but it's like all he does is just kind of just puts his head down and just drives in just to hope to get like that double. So I'm like, he has to kind of have to switch it up a little, like add a spin move, add a hook shot or something, like change up your game a little um, so that you won't be too predictable in the scouting reports. But the second unit is terrible. God awful. Zach, it is god awful. I think during that six minute stretch, I think they, they, I think Orlando went on a thirteen zero run. I think, right? Am I am I mistaken? I yeah, they started the second quarter. Run. They the Magic went on a thirteen zero run. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, you know how you know how great JTA is for this roster when he's getting put on Sports Center and Bleacher Report as Steph's teammates celebrating yeah, before I the shot that. even went up. You know how much disrespectful how disrespectful that is? I get that JTA worked his way into the league. He's from Oakland. He played in Mexico League and down in Mexico, worked his way up, got on the roster, got a roster spot last year, and he's proved himself. And we got ESPN coming out here saying Steph's teammates celebrating before the shot even went up. Well, if you actually watched the clip, I'm pretty sure that Bob Fitzgerald says Toscano Anderson. If you go onto your own website, ESPN, in the box score, it says Juan Toscano Anderson. Man. He has a name, guys. (laughs) And he's he's going to be getting a roster spot sometime soon, I hope. I agree with that. I agree. Bob Myers needs to give it to him because – the way he contributes on this on the floor it may not be pretty on the stat sheet, but he can find Steph, and Steph can shoot the three, and the Warriors are getting a big offense from that dynamic duo. Let's just say JTA has a better basketball IQ than Kelly Oubre Jr. Well, I don't think that's a hot take, but that's a take right there. Yeah, Kelly Oubre. Do you agree like, with that or no? Kelly Oubre is not you the. Got- not not the brightest player out here. Also, Andrew Wiggins with a quiet bounce back game with 21 points. Um, I love his aggressiveness. Yeah, man. Um, obviously, his three-point shooting is going to come back a little. He was two for five. Really, really, uh, really finesse Minnesota for that. Okay, but okay, he, he – okay, I think in the fourth quarter, he helped uh, bring back the Warriors. I think they were yeah. down six. Yeah, they were down six, and Wiggins um, brought it back to a tie game to let 
yeah, let's, Steph came yeah, in. Yeah, let's clarify this. Andrew Wiggins saved Steve Kerr's ass from getting a absolute what's the word for it? Slandering. An, slandering and annihilation on Warriors Twitter. He saved his ass. And the Andrew Wiggins went on like an eight oh run by himself. And then, so, yeah. and then they brought in Steph. Steve brought in Steph with 38 seconds yeah. for the six-minute mark. So, and we're then the Warriors now. were off running um, and eventually won, sadly. The Magic. <laughs> magic Thank hosted you, Orlando, me, for the 10 bucks. The Magic <laughs> hosed me. I took the minus eight um, odds. Um, and... The Warriors had it in sight, had the 10 bucks in sight, and the Magic decided to become competitive and try to make it a game and ended up making a six-point game, so I had to pay Ethan $10, but it's okay. Warriors got to win. That's all that matters. Yeah, and obviously, we can't talk about this game without Steph. I mean, dude, like, every game is about Steph. Like, even if he has a bad shooting night, or even has a phenomenal shooting night. Like this guy is has to be in the MVP conversation, but somehow ESPN decides not to. Um, the dude put up 40 points on 10 and 19 on from three. And I'm just thinking, is this like stuff better than his unanimous MVP season, Zach? I'm like, this is like, I think much better, especially with the talent around him. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, I think if the Warriors become a top five team in the West with this talent around him, he's an MVP. He's gonna win MVP, damn sure of it. With the way he's playing at thirty three, and now he's averaging thirty points a game, which is actually more than his unanimous unanimous MVP season. I think it was between twenty eight and thirty. I don't remember the exact stat. Oh, it was like thirty point one. Yeah. Oh, but for twenty sixteen, it was thirty point one. Thirty point one. I think yeah. I think I saw thirty point six for right now, even at thirty two years old. But the way he's playing, he's never, he's still in his prime without a doubt. He's still got three to five years left on him to play in his prime. I don't think about the talent, bro. Yeah, I don't think he ever fell off whatsoever. Speaking of talent, the Minnesota pick. If that, I think yesterday, Wednesday, the Warriors. Uh, G League team played uh, the Ignite, I think they are. Um, I watched part of that game. I think two guys that the Warriors could target if the Minnesota pick works out are, um, what's his name, Jalen Green and Kuminga. Kuminga. I forget his first name. But um, the way Kuminga played in that G League game, he usually looks like the – Best, I think Cade Cunningham will obviously go number one. He goes to Oklahoma State, but he looks like one of the best players in the draft. And I think if the Warriors are able to take him with the Minnesota pick, Jonathan Kuminga, um, I think that'll be a big steal. And I think he could end up realistically being a sixth man or coming in and starting for the Warriors. Um, he's 6'8", 210 pounds. He's got the length. He can play the small forward. He can play the guard. Wow, that kid is impressive. Injuries have been a big focal point of this team this season with Clay Thompson going down with the Achilles in injury, and then we got Marquise Chris going down, and we have uh, Draymond out for the Draymond out for the first four games. And then right now we have James Wiseman who's out with a left wrist sprain and is gonna be out for the next week or so just to get it 
reevaluated, and we got Kavon Looney out with an ankle sprain, I think. But these injuries have led to many opportunities, especially for Oakland's own Juan Toscano Anderson, JTA. Man, this guy, like, he can play, as I said earlier, this guy has great sense of, like, the Warriors system. Just he knows where to be. He knows, like, the timing of everything. So I'm just I'm pretty impressed with his play so far. And I really hope this guy can get a roster spot, too. So I don't know what you think, Zach. But, um, yeah, without a doubt, he deserves a roster spot, like I said earlier. It looks like with James, the Warriors said um, that he'll have to be reevaluated in seven to ten days. And I think Kevon Looney is still out for one or two more weeks. So it's going to be a lot. A lot of small ball lineups coming up. Um, as Steve Kerr said, that they're not planning on going to get a center to fill the void of having no center because of the injuries. So I guess Steve wants to do what Steve wants to do. Okay, Steve. Go micro ball. I don't know. Um, but micro ball. the Warriors have some big bigs coming up. They got DeAndre Jordan. Then they have Cleveland with Jared Allen and Andre Drummond. And they have Bam Adebayo. It's going to be Rough, let's rough, rough going for Draymond Green and JTA, who are probably going to have to take those guys on. Um, but the Warriors, like Staying we said, optimistic. probably should have gone 4-0 on that road trip, but came out 2-2. Two and two. Um, And then they had a big bounce back win against Orlando. Big bounce back in the terms of coming back from, I think they were down 8 to 10 points should have never been in that position, but Steph and and JTA pulled them out, pulled them out of the mud. Steve Kerr put Steph in 38, 38 seconds early. And look what happened. The Warriors came out with one in their 14 and 12, and they are currently in drum roll, please. Once the, once the NBA.com loads, come on guys, you got it. 14 and 12. The Warriors are currently in eighth place in the Western Conference. It's a bloodbath in there. Yeah, it is a bloodbath in there. Let's go over the games back. So between you got Phoenix at 15 and 9. They're in fourth. And then between Phoenix and Sacramento, who's in 10th. And the ninth and 10th team, remember, have to play in the play-in tournament game with between Memphis and Sacramento, or is it a four-team play-in tournament? I think Not, it's a four-team. The seventh seed plays the tenth seed, and the eighth. Oh, seed so the Warriors the would have seed? to play. The, so Warriors are basically in the play-in tournament currently. So the Warriors would have to play Memphis, who are in the ninth seed. Then you got Sacramento playing Denver. But like I said, Phoenix is f- four and a half. Sacramento seven and a half. So three games only separate the four and the ten seed in the West. The West is really tight. Um, besides the top three teams who are running away with the top three spots between Utah, the Lake Show, and the Clippers. So, Warriors can't. Yeah, they just have to have like a good stretch, man. Can't like, lose games that they're that supposed, supposed to, to win. win. Yeah. And tonight was an example of it, of how it got away from them in the second quarter. They weren't supposed to lose that game, but they ended up pulling it out. And I think we would have be having a, quite a different conversation if they would have lost that game. And Warriors yeah. Twitter would be a lot more. It would be a lot angrier. Yeah, and a lot more depressing as if the Warriors lost that game. But 
Saturday night, Brooklyn. The reunion. KD coming to town. Um, the Nets the play the Warriors. Town. Uh, KD, Kyrie, and James Harden come to town to play the Warriors. I think KD will be healthy. He'll be out of the health and safety protocol. I believe Kyrie will also be out of the health and safety protocol. Who knows if Kyrie will play because no one knows what Kyrie is up to sometimes. But James Harden will be available most likely. Um, we'll be there to recap that one and only game on Saturday and then post it on Sunday. So that'll be episode number 18. This is episode 17. Make sure to follow us on our socials at Catching Dubs Pod on Instagram and on Twitter at Dubs Pod. And we will see you later. Thanks, Go everyone. Warriors. See y'all later.